0: Raider Nation, wake up and get ready, because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is September 25th, 2020, the date that back in 1960, the Silver and Black tallied their first win in franchise history. Leaning on the arm of then-quarterback Tom Flores, the Raiders beat the Houston Oilers 14-13 in thrilling fashion, as Flores found tight end Gene Pribola to secure not only the W, but the franchise's first fourth-quarter comeback to boot. Now, back to 2020 where Derek Carr and the Raiders are just a few hours away from flying to Massachusetts in advance of their Week 3 matchup against Cam Newton and the New England Patriots. Sunday's clash of AFC foes is ripe with storylines, but here are a few that I cannot wait to watch play out at Gillette Stadium. Lego! It's become a calling card of a Bill Belichick defense the past two decades. The defensive mastermind identifies your best offensive weapon and then clinically, and without mercy, finds a way to take it away. Well, in the case of the Raiders, there are likely a few players who fit the mold of best offensive weapon. But if you look at just the team's passing attack, that title right now belongs to tight end Darren Waller. Waller, who's continued to be a favorite target of Derek Carr in the early goings of 2020, much like he was a year ago, is not only the team's leader with 18 receptions, but its receiving yardage leader as well. In fact, his 148 receiving yards is good for third among all tight ends in the NFL through two weeks. So, if Belichick and the Patriots find a way to make Waller a non-factor Sunday afternoon in New England, which is no easy task I might add, conventional wisdom would suggest that more will likely be asked of the Raiders' tandem of rookie wideouts Brian Edwards and Henry Ruggs III. Entering Week 3, the talented duo has just 7 catches for 110 yards, but give the pair credit as they really have made the most of their limited chances over the past two weeks. That said, the Raiders have found so much success on the offensive side of the football in 2020 in large part due to balance, and assuming Josh Jacobs keeps on trucking, Edwards and Ruggs will be key to keeping the chains moving via the aerial attack. For rookie wide receivers, every secondary in the league presents a challenge, but a Bill Belichick-led defense in particular is another beast entirely. But, according to Derek Carr, the Raiders quarterback is excited to see how the young guys respond to the challenge, because as we said earlier, the team is going to need them.
1: Yeah, um, you know, I, I've played against these guys in my career before, and they're outstanding players. You know, it's going to be a real challenge for us. Um, you know, they're going to they're going to come out here and try and and choke our young guys out and what a challenge what a, what a challenge it is going to be for those guys you know and like like i said and i said in the production meeting you know this last week you know this last game uh so wilbur uh like i said in the production meeting this last game i was excited to see our young bucks step up you know when Lattimore was on them or when jenkins was on them you know i was i was excited to see what would come out of them and i think i think brian had a great great couple moments you know where he really stepped up and showed what he's capable of and so it's just it's exciting for me in the in the where i'm at in my career to you know get to see these guys come out of their shell get to see these guys burst onto the scene it's it it's exciting for me because we we see what they can do every day you know but sometimes you don't get that coverage you don't get that look and you can't get them that ball or whatever but when it is that time, it's like, all right, here we go. Let's see what happens. And it's, it's an exciting challenge, you know, I think for those guys. So uh, I'm excited to watch it. You know, we're going we're gonna to need them to, to win and win big for us.
0: Sticking with the offensive side of the football for just a bit, I think we're all going to once again be keyed in on just who's able to strap on the pads and go to work on the Raiders offensive line this Sunday. While we're still in wait and see mode on a handful of players and their availability for Week 3, we do know that whoever lines up in front of Derek Carr, veteran guard Richie Incognito won't be among them. Incognito injured his Achilles in Monday night's win over the Saints and was then subsequently placed on the reserve injured list Wednesday afternoon, meaning that for at least the next three weeks, rookie John Simpson will hold down the spot between Rodney Hudson and Colton Miller on Tom Cable's offensive line. Give credit to the rookie, too, as the former Clemson Tiger embraced his moment under the lights, playing 85% of the team's total offensive snaps en route to the 10-point victory. And while the situation at right tackle is pretty murky as the team flies east to Massachusetts, left tackle Colton Miller feels good about heading into the game with Simpson next to him on the line.
1: Man, he he did great. Um, You know, for a young guy coming in, and then all of a sudden in the middle of the game, you know, you gotta step in and step up and you know we communicated got him on the right page i think he's gonna be better this week if he has to go in a lot of guys have been asked a lot of guys went down a lot of guys have stepped up and we've done a great job so far
0: can you have a statement game week three i don't know i'll leave that to folks who know a little bit more football than i do but one thing i do know is that winning is contagious The Las Vegas Raiders are 2-0, and honestly, they've looked pretty good in the early stages of the 2020 regular season. They certainly haven't been perfect, but the way that they've won their first two games, particularly the one on Monday night, has shown that they're an improved unit across the board from a year ago. And after flying east to start the campaign, John Gruden's team will now return to the infamous Eastern Time Zone just two weeks later for another chance to show just who and what they are in 2020. Much has been made about the Silver and Black's return to the scene of the crime of the tuck rule game, but as Derek Carr so accurately said, the two teams that line up this Sunday afternoon are not the two teams that played in that game nearly two decades ago. I know that the scars from that game will be worn on the collective psyche of Raider Nation likely forever, but I have a feeling that a positive result this Sunday will at least help heal a wound just a little bit that has been left raw for far too long. So, what happens if the Raiders handle business and return to Nevada 3-0? Well, outside of jubilation across the entirety of the fanbase, probably not much. The AFC will very much be put on notice if the Silver and Black are 3-0 heading into the month of October, but as Carr, Gruden, and really everyone on the roster has said time and time again, their collective goals are a lot bigger than winning a few games early in the season. Is Sunday a statement game for the Raiders? That remains to be seen and is likely a question better answered at the end of the year, but one thing that this game is, is a measuring stick to see just how far they've come over the past six months or so. The Raiders fly to New England this afternoon and kickoff is scheduled for 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network.